Hello out there. How are you today? Thank you for listening to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I am your host, Greg, and thank you for taking the time out of your morning, afternoon, or evening just to listen to me pontificate. You know, usually I have these themes. I want to talk about college football, Colin Kaepernick. This is just Greg talking right now. This is just me pontificating on whatever is on my mind. Part of what of what I want to talk about in this episode is Colin Kaepernick and the fallout from the workout. Now, apparently, Colin Kaepernick showed up to this workout that was supposed to take place in Atlanta. He didn't like what a waiver had said in that it's a waiver that, you know, you're going to try out. And it pretty much says the NFL is not responsible for any type of injury that may concur. And this is what you're expected to do. And these are the things that are being provided, which is pretty much standard if you're trying to have a tryout for the league. But there was a couple of lines that people felt were not standard and they tried to sneak in. I'm not a lawyer, but... I got a cut my hands on this copy uh, from NBC Pro Football Talk. All you got to put in is Colin Kaepernick waiver, and then you're going to see the a link. The link is going to be for Pro Football Sports Talk. For everybody, you got some time. It's going to say standard tryout waiver is much more narrower than the waiver. You click on that. Then towards the middle of the article, you're going to see something. It says... The Kaepernick waiver could be seen here. You click on that link, and boom, it pops up for you. Workout waiver and release of liability. So prior to the workout, his lawyers said that they stuck something in there and that they weren't comfortable with, and when they wanted it removed, they didn't, the NFL, remove it, and thus forth, Colin Kaepernick took the workout from the NFL facility to a high school facility and proceeded to have the workout there. So this is what I personally find interesting in this waiver. In Section 7, it says, In consideration for the opportunity to participate in the workout, player for himself, his personal representative, executors, administrators, heirs, successors, and assigns, hereby release discharges and agrees to indemnify and hold harmless National Invitational Camp, National Football Scouting Incorporated, the owners, the operators, managers of the facility, and all individuals participating in the present at the workout, including without limitation, Joe Philbin, the NFL, and each of his 32 NFL member clubs and each of the foregoing parties, respective direct and indirect affiliate partners. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. But to me, they said that it was in there that it's saying that Colin Kaepernick is not is not responsible for if he doesn't make it into the league, he can't blame anybody, whether it be the Atlanta Falcons, the managers, the owners, the coaches, nobody he can indemnify. To me, that looks like it is the NFL trying to say, look, if you don't get a job, you can't go around saying collusion. But then I think Colin Kaepernick has a point where he says, look, 
You guys have colluded in the past. So now you want me to sign something that says there's no collusion if none of you guys want me on your team for week 12 in the NFL season after three years, knowing that losers want to lose to get high draft picks and winners, they're not going to need anybody. So there's definitely two sides of the coin, and a lot of people have had opinions, especially Stephen A. Smith. And a lot of people have come down on that man, calling him all types of insults and so on and so forth. Now, part of me says we got to look at Stephen A. Smith and respect that man for what he's done in terms of raising the financial bar because that dude is making some, he's getting the bag. And the more money he gets, that just raises the bar for everybody else to slowly but surely attain that much. For him to be who he is and as high as he is and to be so recognized, respected, and be black, that needs to be taken into consideration. Now, I think where Stephen A. errored was his point was that he's been begging for three years, and I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick, to get back into the NFL, and he has an opportunity. And at the last second, he moves the workout 45 minutes away from the scheduled workout, and most of the people that were scheduled to show up were not able to go to the alternate location. There's a a tad bit of validity in that, but there also is a case to be made of why should Colin Kaepernick place 100% trust in an organization and league that has colluded to keep him out? I understand he wants a job, but how much does he have to tap dance and toe dance to get the job? Now, moving the workout, I get. But one thing that I'm not getting from Colin Kaepernick is he needs to say something. He needs to talk because ever since he's left the NFL, he hasn't really said that much. Why does he have to talk? Because if he wants to get back into the league, he needs to let the straight-up football players, coaches, GMs know it's about ball. It's not about you getting back in the league and using that as a platform for you to continue whatever cause that you want to continue on with. They want to know, when we ask you to show up, are you going to be about football or not? And when he had the opportunity to speak in front of the media, he sounded a little bit militant, a little bit aggressive. I think that was a mistake, in my opinion, because if you're trying to get a job and you move the location, you can't sit there and say, why are the owners and, and the commissioner scared to come and talk to him? If he feels that way and he had such a problem with the waiver, Why didn't he specifically point out in the waiver what he felt was an issue? Why didn't he say this isn't standard according to what most players get when they try out for a team? And this is why I moved to another location. Because now that puts the NFL in a position where they need to answer that question. And then it raises doubt. Wow. I mean, this was week 11 on a Saturday, which nobody works out on. Are they really playing him around? Are they really jerking him? But he didn't do that. And I think in order to 
Sometimes you need to get along to move along. And I'm not saying in any way does Kaepernick need to lessen his stance or his beliefs, but if he wants to get a job in the NFL, he's going to have to bend a little bit and do what the NFL wants him to do. Antonio Brown has issued an apology via Twitter because he's trying to get back in the NFL. I'm not saying Colin Kaepernick needs to say, I'm sorry for saying you guys colluded to keep me out of the league, but let's just make it business, not personal. Show up. Hey, look, I felt like this workout was unfair due to these reasons laid out. I'm going to have to work out over here. Because Stephen A. Smith, he makes it seem as though bringing up the whole collusion and the league keeping him out is not factoring any type way into the decision-making of what was supposed to be a workout and what just wound up being just, for lack of a better term, just a cluster storm, you know? And I feel bad for Colin because I think he has talent. I think maybe he could come back in the league and at best be a workout and work his way up. But after this, if he's really about that life and wants to play football, I think it's going to need to be either in the Canadian Football League or the XFL. Respectfully, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to see him in an NFL uniform again. Something, Another topic I want to really broach and tell you, talk to you about real quick. LeBron James the other day, scored a triple-double on Oklahoma City, making him the first player in NBA history to record a triple-double on all teams in the NBA. Now, look, that is, a, that is one talented brother. To be in the league as long as he has and to be able to say he's the only player, of course, you got to be a player that moves around a lot, because you can't be on one team your entire career because that's going to be the only team you don't have a triple-double on. But could you imagine every team? And for those of you out there that don't know, triple-double is a minimum 10 points, a minimum 10 rebounds, a minimum 10 assists, or you can include steals, or you can include blocks in that. That's impressive. One of the most, one of the most talented players in the NBA. He's probably one of the most talented players to ever play in the NBA. James Wiseman, center extraordinaire on Memphis, has been reinstated but will have to serve an 11-game suspension from the NCAA. You know what? I mean, I got friends out there, and you know who you are. They say that the NCAA is a bunch of thieves. They a bunch of this. They a bunch of that. I mean, when you look at Tua quarterback from Alabama over this past weekend. He's had two surgeries on his ankles, both of them a knee surgery, and he just fractured his hip. Do you think that this brother's going to get drafted into the league? What about the money that he could have made on his name and likeness after winning the, the NCAA title in football as a freshman? Yeah, he could graduate with his degree, but that's not what he went to Bama for. And now you're going to tell this young man, Wiseman, a booster gave him money so that he can move from where he was living to closer to the school in which he was attending in high school so he could then make his way to Memphis. But yet it's the player's fault 
that somebody wanted to give him some money. Not the. This is where it gets tricky. This is where it gets tricky. Stay, stay with me here for a second. Penny Hardaway, at the time, because he is the current head coach of Memphis, at the time when he was not the head coach of Memphis and he was a booster, what is a booster? You know when you give $100 back to your school every so often when they send you a letter in the mail and they ask you for money? That's a booster. You're a booster. Okay, so when it comes to academics or athletics, athletics usually have boosters that give bigger money because they want to see the team win. It was Penny Hardaway reportedly that paid for Wiseman and his family to move from where they were closer to a high school in Memphis. Because I think he lived in Tennessee, but it was closer to Memphis where that he needed to move to. Long story short... Penny Hardaway gave him $11,000 to move. Can, Penny Hardaway is allowed to do that. That's a regular citizen just lending some money to somebody. But now for Wiseman to accept that money, although he's not in the NCAA at that point in time, should have known to not take that money? And it's ironic because now with Penny Hardaway being the head coach, it's almost like he helped move this kid and now it's coaching his kid. That's the real underlying story, if you want to ask me. But in saying that, this kid is amazing. He's seven feet, could jump, run, dunk, incredibly athletic, can defend the perimeter. I haven't seen him shoot a three, but nowadays he has to be able to shoot a three. But he's in college. He's a freshman. That's something he can work on. The kid's amazing. Probably going to go number one overall in the draft. Those are some thoughts that I had in my head today. If anything else pop up, We'll chit-chat tomorrow, okay? But I want you to always know that as my positive quote, true greatness and true integrity are never on sale. Hard work and commitment are necessary. True greatness and true integrity are never for sale. Commitment and dedication are the minimum that's required. Thank you for listening. Have a good day, everybody.